Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. If you can tell by the title, I'm obviously going to talk about cussing. Why are you out here cussing? Why are you out here being dirty with your mouth? Why are you out here running your mouth? Why is you cussing? Listen, I've been kind of wanting to talk about this topic for a while. And, um, <laughs> If you know me, then you know that this topic is just very, very funny to me, especially if you know how I talk. I don't curse. I definitely don't curse. But if you've ever been in a car with me, I just really hate to admit this flaw about myself. But, you know, your girl is working through breakthrough ring, breakthroughing out of uh, road rage. And uh, when people irritate me, let me, let me, first and foremost, I drive in Florida. I drive in Florida. That's right there should tell you to give me grace because the people that drive in these streets have got to be cracked out, doped up, like something isn't right in the mind. Do you get me? And for some reason, like, we all have to deal with it. Every time we drive out some, I'm not even going to say that, but it's it's pretty extreme driving out in these streets of Florida, especially lately, because literally, like, the entire country of America it ha- is moving to Florida and or Texas. And it's getting insane. Like, all these northern drivers are literally suicidal. And I'm just going to need you to at, at least suicide yourself, not everybody on the road. Do you get me? So, okay, so, it, you know, it, it uh, begets a, a lot of, what the H? Frick you. You, 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 you jack A. I say that. I don't say the full word, but I do say that just to express my frustrations. And you, do you know what? I've, I looked at myself and I said, self, you, it's time to overcome this. This is, this is insane. People are scared. Like people like it just comes out of you and and people have gotten in my car and they've been like shocked. Like, what what are you doing, Creza? Like, why is this? Why are you so? And I'm like, you, you don't do this. <laughs> you don't wish like the world to burn for people that cut you. Oh, I didn't. What do you do? They're just like, you know, I just kind of roll my eyes, but I'm just just chilling. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was an option. I I thought you like attack them and their family and their their children and their children's children and their future and their goals and their dreams but you just move on hmm. profound so that's a thing but anyways I don't curse I do not curse but I was uh lately not lately 20 minutes ago I was browsing the internet the internet and i came across a (laughs) a christian it's one of it's basically what i talked about in like uh that one episode about um 
critics of the church where it's like those people did i actually mention that on that podcast whatever it was basically like christians in a band but they're not a christian band because they don't want to like that to limit their reach so they just say well we're just christians in a band sometimes we'll sing about jesus and it definitely would not sound anointed at all because you know this is an area that we just you know decided to compromise in whatever but these christians in a band that are you know because they say that they're able to just get away with being you know touch worldly in their text they okay they uploaded a photo of a text like i guess it was good news but they wrote o s h i t crossed out the 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 boo boo word the poop word with um a blue marker or drawing thing on instagram and then you know they said other stuff down it's like oh bleep this is crazy but they screenshotted this to draw that out and it was just like one diagonal it wasn't it wasn't really much of a an effort to hide it but i'm like so you know but yet you do it i'm confused we're all confused here and then it brought me to remember (laughs) that was like okay actually when i saw that i was like all right you guys like you guys are crazy like you guys are crazy and and this is by the way a band that when the whole political and people were dying and stuff like that with corro corro and all just just fit hit the shan in the year 2020 that time these are the people that were extremely vocal about christians still gathering and pursuing and the the let us worship movement and just from the stance of being anti it you know do you get me so and then it brought me to (laughs) remember that there's like a podcast um with a member of a pop christian group and if you grew up see i was born in 1999 so if you're born anywhere around that and you grew up in a very like like normal christian home like you you've probably come across this this band and it was one of the members of that band the son of a i don't know if he's super well known but i guess in like the charismatic church world the pretty well known the son of a uh a prophet like prophetic i would i don't know if he describes himself as a prophet but he's a preacher and him and his wife operate operate very very much so in the prophetic so his son not her not their son but his son and other people that have been in the ministry i guess or like are just christian or whatever they they all grouped up and made a podcast and in my head because i used to listen to the band that the one of the guys uh was formerly on i I used to listen to their music when i was you know little i was like oh my gosh they have a podcast and oh my gosh that's that preacher's son that's so dope let me listen watch your profanity the every single episode had profanity And at first I was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Because, you know, wow, it's 2022. Listen, you think if you think that you could watch anything, any media with zero profanity, like you are, you've lost your mind. But my thing is, it's like, this is a Christian podcast. And, you know, I just thought this would be, I just didn't think this would occur here. And at first when I heard like, and it wasn't like the D word, it wasn't hell no it wasn't anything like that it wasn't and i some people don't consider that a cuss word i don't really but also i don't really say it unless it's like that one song but i don't say it 
because it's people just feel iffy about it and i just that's never been a part of my vocabulary so i have no need to even like really even do much with that one but i don't think it's a cuss word because we say hell and heaven all the time so whatever i don't think that word was created to be a curse word do you get me but you know it's not the d word it's not because damnation damned again these are words that were not created to be a cuss word even though d-a-m-n is pretty it's a pretty harsh word nobody wants to be damned um it's not that they weren't using you know like those like oh okay maybe don't say that Oh, that's a little bold of you. It wasn't Jake, Jack A. I think that was like one of the cuss words in Shrek. Listen, I've been watching Shrek lately. Do you know the Muffin Man? Who lives on Jury Lane? Yes, I do the Muffin Man. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, Jack A wasn't that because again, donkey. It, okay. Do you get me? It, it's not these words that's like, okay, maybe, maybe words like it, it could be good with some crowds. It could be like not acceptable to other crowds. It's like the words that you can kind of get away with. It's like, okay, you, you, you speak that way. Interesting. Oh no, no, no. Oh no, 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 no. It was the F word. It was a S word. It was all kinds of word. It was a B word. It was, I can go down the alphabet. It was all them words. And at first I was when I heard that, I was like, maybe that's like the other people in the panel that I don't know. But as I kept listening, I was like, that's the guy from the Christian band that I used to love. Why are you speaking like this? And then and I only probably at max listened to like four episodes of this podcast, maybe five. I don't really remember. I'm confident it's like four. And he addressed someone. I feel like I'm telling all the tea. I'm not, but I'm I'm going somewhere. He addressed a comment that he received and the person asked them, are you, are you even Christian anymore? Like I listened to your podcast and all you do is curse and all that. Like, are you saved? Like, tell me, like, do you still have your faith? And this guy read the comment, responded to the comment on Facebook and talked about it on his podcast. And he was pissed. He was like annoyed again, pissed. One of those words is like, I don't think it's a cuss word, but other people are like, that's not appropriate. I wouldn't say it in front of a child, but also it's not a cuss word, like lighten up. But you don't hear me saying the B word or the C word or the A word, even though that's technically not. I tooted. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. Uh, that's not a word. Even though it's technically, again, one of those things is like that wasn't, I don't think it was formulated to be a, a cuss word because it's in the Bible. The B I B L E. I don't know. Is this the song that, what's wrong with me? So, so anyway, so the guy was annoyed. He was like, I just can't believe how Christians are the first ones to question someone's salvation just because we cuss. H yeah, I cuss. I don't know if he actually said that, but I would not be surprised if he said that. So basically, he was. I don't know if he was convicted and he was just lashing out, which I'm sure he was because the whole podcast just the more and more I listen again, they fell into that category of like critics of the church where it's just like the church, like we were raised in this mindset here now that we're like elevated and no more. This is what I think the church did wrong. And then, then they always end like, listen, like we're not trying to bash the church. We're just sharing our stories, but it's like, you're also not building up the church either. Oh my gosh. To which I was like, okay, I'm just not going to listen to this because I didn't really come to listen here. You can't preach a Christian message with profanity. That's just, that's kind of weird. And then when I saw what I saw on Instagram today, I was like, that's it. That is the last straw. (laughs) 
I've had it up to here. I've had it up to here. You know, and it's just like, what the H is happening? Because I know a lot of Christians. Let me tell you, this is a very sad fact. I went into ministry school and with like, okay, let me say, I went into ministry school and I came out with more cuss words in my mind than I ever had ever in my life, especially going into ministry school. The amount of people, love them dearly, very funny to be, but also wrong, okay? The amount of people that have cursed and used foul language in the confines of ministry school, ministry, the highest calling there is, kingdom of God work, and you over here cussing, ooh, they cussing, you stealing, what, what's going on? what's going on he's very confused i was like things are supposed to be holier here i don't understand like i mean i'm not even gonna go into that whole world because whatever that's neither here nor there right now but i was like am i wrong am i wrong to expect i don't know like a holy standard here in ministry school Uh, it's not rehab this isn't work on yourself and get out of sin time this is I recognize the call of ministry on my life and I'm going to do, I'm going to train be trained and equipped. This isn't rehab time. I mean, maybe that's a word for all my ministry school people. Okay. Like word to you. Love you. I was, I'm right here with you, but it's not rehab time. If you need to like get through the elementary foundational things, I'm not shaming you, but recognize what ministry is and what ministry is not ministry school. Excuse me. is not because I think it wastes everybody time, everybody, everyone's time. When people start treating leaders included, start treating people that are ready to be trained as if it's like rehab. If, if Jesus <laughs> led his disciples with like first class one, we're going to teach you that you can overcome sin. Babes, 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 babes. His ministry was going to have that effect. Okay, he was going to take on the sins of the world. But he was teaching them how to pray, lay hands on the sick, see them recover. I mean, like, even to the, you know, that story of the Bible where they couldn't cast out that one demon. Jesus was like, this this kind of only come out by prayer and fasting. So that tells me that they were casting out demons. They were praying for people. They were ministering with Jesus. Ministry school. Duh. It's not rehab. That's my rent. And that's that. So I'm like, okay, is it wrong to expect holiness here? Holiness. Holiness. Is it wrong? Is it wrong to expect people to live in a higher standard? Is it wrong? Am I wrong? You're going to sit here and tell me I'm wrong? No, I don't. I know I'm not wrong. And if you think I'm wrong, you're wrong. And that's that. No arguments. Go to your room. So. I'm confused. So I stopped listening to that podcast because that podcast just became just, I don't like what the church is doing. And then I actually ended up hearing later on from someone that one of the people on the panel like deconstructed and like was a part of a church movement, like split from a pretty well-known church in the West Coast and and where everybody just practically, basically not practically, literally deconstructed. And I was like, okay, well, there's the tea. All right, well, there's, where there's smoke, there's fire. So it was fishy. It was ratchet anyways. It was very, not even set apart. It was very, it was like the podcast and the way that people spoke and presented themselves was very worldly, very, very worldly. So when I saw what I saw today, I'm like, I've had it. 
I'm getting on here. I'm getting on this microphone and I'm going to speak my, I'm going to speak my speak and tell y'all to stop that cussing. Stop it. Why? Why should I? And apparently a lot of people don't even know that you shouldn't be cursing as a Christian. I don't, I don't, what the age is going on? Y'all come on y'all come on. Okay. Let's get journey through the Bible. Let us journey through the Bible and see what it has to say. Because this is the Crizo that's looking at you in love, but also with hard love or what, what do they call it? Like hard, is it hard love or whatever? Tough love. Oh my gosh. Tough love and telling you straighten up, straighten the F up, <laughs> straighten the H up. You guys are slipping. And you know, when we, when people slip, you give the enemy a foothold. It's just like that SpongeBob SquarePants episode. That, that episode was anointed when he was playing with the fish hooks and Mr. Krabs was telling him, don't do it because when you're playing, you're playing, thinking nothing's going to happen. And and the the fish hook goes up. You think you can jump down. You're going to get hooked. You're going to turn around thinking that you escaped that thing. And you turn around and look, the hook is in your pants. And then when it takes you, you're done for and you're dead. Stop playing. Stop playing around with temptation. Stop. Stop it. You know what I mean? Like what people say for like alcohol, they're just like, oh, well, you know, I, I just, I do it in moderation. You know, (laughs) everyone, I'm telling you, $5, everyone that lives a life of where they say I drink alcohol in moderation has been drunk before has gotten drunk Uh, you can't play around with stuff like that and think that you're good that's dumb that's actually a dumb way to live and i know there might be what do you mean i know there's christians that drink i don't know what the age is happening i know that but again i don't care that's dumb you don't play around with coke well i'm just gonna leave a line of coke on my table but i'm not gonna do it because you know whatever like but you know i don't i don't think there's nowhere in the bible that says that you could oh my gosh use your brain use your brain there's no way all that wine bottles in your fridge, all that, that heavy drinks, that henny, that rum, brandy. There's no way you won't reach for that when you're having a frustrated day. It might go a little bit overboard. That little bit of headache you get in the morning. Do you get me? The IB, what is it? IB something? I, I, don't, I don't drink. I learned a lot about alcohol working like at a golf tournament. PGA at, at uh, Ponte Vedra and people were just teaching me so much and I was like oh my gosh like I don't even do this like here people were zonked are you kidding me zonked ridiculous that actually reminds me I'll tell that story later but anyways I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take a doing what the bible says because it's, it's getting out of hand get back to holiness listen this is why we shouldn't curse everybody foot to to James 3. I want to hear a physical Bible. I want to hear a physical Bible. Boom, boom. Oh my gosh. All my tabs are gone because I restarted everything. Hey, 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 Mega, Eric, Waka. James 3. I'm going to read it in the ESV, but also KJV because I like the KJV. I don't know why people are like, oh my gosh, KJV. It's, like, it's really not that bad. 
you guys. If you guys can sit through historical fiction, A Knight's Tale, the Cinderella movie, the best Cinderella movie, by the way, with Drew Barrymore, which is the best rendition of Cinderella I've ever seen. If you guys can sit through that, you guys can sit through KJV. Y'all are just... And if you, like, read KJV along with the easier translation, then you can just... People, I'm telling you. But listen, James Tree. Verse... We'll start at verse 8. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine, figs, so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. That's kind of moving on. Well, let's do it in ESV just in case you're like, huh? What was that? ESV, which is, I like it. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening, both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. Ish ke te. And then my days oh my days i'll bring you to ephesians four twenty nine. let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths but only such as is good for building up as fits the the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear another translation is no profane talk come out of your mouth don't let it come out of your mouth don't let it do it so are you a christian yes i am a c i am a ch you're a Christian. You just we're gonna skip. You're gonna you're a Christian. Jesus is the Lord of your life. Obey the word of God. Simple. <laughs> and that's the podcast. No, but I wanna this is this is why it's so important to me because it's just like people just are very like lax and casual about this thing. Like it's not like what are you saying? We know that the Bible says that the power of life and death is in the tongue. We know that at the end of our days that we have to answer for every word, every idle word that we spoke, every word that came out of our mouths. You have to bear a report to. Let's pull up that scripture, actually. Every idle word. It's a Bible verse. It's in Matthew. Oh. Oh, my Lord. But I tell you, Matthew twelve thirty six. That everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. Peace. And I'm bringing you to this verse here. This, this, this verse really is like the puts the bow on the whatever. You know, whatever the saying goes. I don't know. Ribbon on the whatever. For by your words you will be acquitted and by your words you will be condemned. Matthew twelve thirty seven. By your words, by your words, by your words. Clearly, clearly think with me clearly that's we've we've gone over like three scriptures right now three or four scriptures about the importance of like the words that proceed out of your mouth and people choose to be lax with the things that come out of your mouth 
cursing is not, if it's not going to come out of the mouth of God, don't ever let it come out of yours. Do not forget that you are a temple, the temple bearing the Holy Ghost. There is a precedent that you have to live in and it is holiness. Who can ascend up the mountain of the Lord? Only that, only that person with clean hands and a pure heart. Purity, purity. This is not, you know, this is not a like, like an abstinence lesson for like 13 year olds. No, purity is more than that. Anyways, that was my dad. He asked me what I was doing. I was like, how do you explain I'm podcasting to an African, African parent? I mean, my dad, my mom knows what that is, but how do you explain that? Daddy, I'm busy. I'm recording my voice into stuff where people listen to me. By the way, I, I reached a thousand downloads, so uh, thank you to everybody that uh, downloads. There is a precedent that you have to live in. There comes, you have to recognize that this is not a standard that you should be like shocked. Like you, you shouldn't be grabbing your face and your mouth is like wide open. Like this isn't. This is very basic. This is very obvious to me. But either I don't know if people either don't know. People either have let themselves just not care anymore. People have like lost the conviction. Of what it is to lead a holy life that's perfect, uh, like perfect and acceptable unto God, which is your re- your reasonable service. This is your service to God t- for you to live a life. We beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy, holy and acceptable. That's what it is. I have to go through the whole song, Lord. It's your reasonable service to live a life that's holy and acceptable. You pick up the righteousness of Jesus, and it is your service to lead your life in holiness. That's, that's not a New Testament thing. That's always been a thing. Even in the Old Testament, the Nazarites, there is a, a certain way that you had to live a life that is so set apart because you are consecrated unto holiness. You, you strive for the mark of being right before the Lord, like standing, knowing, I know, I know I'm right. And I picked up Jesus's righteousness, but I've also ordered my life to remain right before the Lord. God, try me, test me, find if there be any wickedness within me, just take it out. Search me, oh God, put yourself in front of God as an offering daily. Die to your flesh. I tooted again. What the H did I eat? My money. Oh, thank you. Love you. I love you. Love you. Oh my gosh, she said he loves me back after fourth time's a charm. So I'm kidding. Oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> that that makes me so. <laughs> he he loves me. He says it all the time. Um, he really interrupted me. I was going somewhere. I was doing something, but then I tooted. So maybe it was me. I don't know why I'm even saying this on the mic because this is. I'm just gonna keep it in because I don't even care anymore. I don't care anymore. But clearly, let me go back and listen to what I was saying last. Hold on. He can literally hear the toot that I made on the microphone. So if I do not remove that when I'm editing and finish recording, I am literally going to cry. Yeah, I'm going to cry. I hope I remember. Chrysolite, do not forget, please. I tooted twice. You only have to go back twice. Die to your flesh daily. I went back and I, I heard what I was saying. It's clearly, there's something there. 
Like, you're not supposed to be like the world. When people see you, you shouldn't speak like the world. You shouldn't walk like the world. You shouldn't dress like the world. And obviously that, that, that message is usually targeted towards men because have you seen the way most men dress? Are you kidding me? Have you seen the way heterosexual men dress? Very disappointing. Not, not everyone, obviously. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But it's very disappointing. So obviously there's just more styles and options and choices that comes with women's fashion. But even then, modesty. Modesty. And I'm not saying this. I don't wear a kaftan. I don't wear like a, what do people wear? Like a muumuu. You know, I wear pants. I own skinny jeans. But you're not going to see any cracks. Any butt cracks, boob cracks. I hope you don't see any boob cracks. But, you know, sometimes things happen. And that's a very, a little vulgar, a little way of explaining that. But strive for modesty. Do you get me? People, I don't, I don't like when people are like, you got to leave something to the imagination. I'm like, that is disgusting. First of all, what on F are you imagining? Trying to imagine what? What? Eh, you are nasty, nasty. Clean your mind, please. please. Baptize your mind. Imagining, imagine, imagine Jesus. Hey, when uh, imagine Jesus? Why are you so dirty, dirty, dirty? Well, that's just men. That's no, that's just perverted people. Stop being disgusting. You got to leave room for the imagination. Imagine me walking out the door because open your eyes. I'm doing it right now. Disgust. But I strive for modesty. Side major side note. I really want to talk about this on a podcast episode really soon. I really like this topic a lot. I strive for modesty not to like, oh, because I have to the male gaze. Honestly, I think it's a service to do for your fellow brothers in Christ where if somebody has a less problem, me walking in in a crop top isn't really going to help them. And to me, the way I see it is I want to serve you in that way that I don't want you to stumble. But number one reason why I walk in modesty is it's my service to God. Listen, I know my value and what I have. I'm maintaining purity, you know, and I this is for this all of this. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm not. All of this is for whoever I get into covenant with. Whoever the Lord, you know, has, you know, an- anointed. That sounds so like it, like like full so official oh my gosh whoever the lord approves to be who i'm gonna be in covenant with i'm keeping modesty for that really number one though is for god because i realize that this is something that is like important you know and i want to keep that covered up i want i want to keep that sacred do you get me so that's my reason for me being modest but let me tell you you will see these legs when I'm at home, you will see these legs. These legs are long. Okay. I am African. My tribe comes from East Africa on my mom's side. These legs were meant to be out and about. But my legs were too long. But even then, there's a way that we have to be set apart, especially in our speech. You know, the Bible, it talks about conduct. It talks about behavior. It talks about certain things that we should do. Don't even, don't even do anything that, that gives off the appearance of sin. But when it talks about speech, there is like clear judgments for things, specific things you say. Even when Jesus was saying like, whoever calls your brother like this, or you call someone you fool, you're liable for eternal hellfire. Oh, okay. So hell's involved. 
yeah, maybe take that as, you know, you know, like a hint that watch your mouth, watch your speech. You will have what you say, but on the realm of cursing, and it's so wild because I actually remember the very first time I heard a cuss word and I physically felt it impact me spiritually. Does that even make sense? Let me tell you. Okay. Let me break this down. Fresh immigrants. I was like three, maybe two or three in Jacksonville, Florida. My mom loves, loved days of our lives. But the days of our lives she watched when she was in Africa was an edited version because a lot of the times in overseas where culture is more modest, they will edit out kissing. They'll edit out any, you know, down, 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 turn off the light scenes like that. Do you get me? They will edit that out to maintain a culture that's pure and, you know, guard the eyes of the people watching it. But either way, you'd get like the story. So when she came to America and Dallas, Dallas, Days of Our Lives, baby, that was her stick. Okay. She, we still have the VHS full seasons, full show in the closet. We have a closet full of VHS tapes right now. I want to sell it and make money. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So when she came to America, I mean, this was her show. Honestly, if it's a good show, good writing, good storyline, completely pure, I understand why. So when she saw, okay, girl, I'm in America. Yes. I mean, I understand what's going on, but Bo, come over here. Come here. Come here. I'm going to put this on. Come here. So she she watched a little show and I don't, I I don't know. It wasn't Dallas, but it was actually days of our lives that she recorded on the tape. She popped it and popped it in and she was like some I think she was in the bathroom and I was just sitting there in her room and then someone on the TV said you be they said the b word that was the very first time me imagine two years old three years old immigrant Criso bebe Criso sitting there when I heard that word it immediately I felt something in my gut and I was like that word is hurtful i was like i don't feel good hearing that word immediately by the spirit thank god for the holy spirit those gut feelings you feel holy ghost in out of your belly will flow rivers of living water 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 holy ghost innermost being it comes from the holy ghost in the belly that that gut feeling that you should have listened to and it proved and, it, and you know, because you didn't listen to. And then you're like, I should listen to that gut feeling. I should have listened to my gut feeling is never my gut is never off. Holy Ghost. Ta-da. If you don't know, now you know. Well, if you don't know, now you know. Because I don't curse. I don't say that word. I don't, whatever. That's neither here. Well, actually, that's actually on brand. Is the N word a cuss word? I don't say it. I don't say it because that word has nothing to do with me. I just don't culturally I'm from Africa that's like something that black Americans have used to like you know take the narrative back some people use it I just it just doesn't make me feel good like uh, people white white people have used it to me and not in a racist way as like my com like my camaraderie like hey n-word please like n-word and I'm like huh madame watch your mouths I will punch you. Hey, are you speaking to me? No, you must be speaking to, 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 to someone else. 
why do you feel comfortable saying that to a black person? And it was funny because those same people that were very confident, very vocal, very loud with their N-word usage when 2020 political social justice stuff started happening. These are the main ones. White people stop using the N-word. I'm calling I'm, I'm calling out every single white person. I know that I see you use the N-word. That's not your word. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, baby, baby, did you forget who you once were? Two months ago, that was you. And now you're stoning who you once were. Aw, I'm confused. So I don't use the N-word because it doesn't make me feel good anyways. I've never used that word, ever. I don't like the way it feels when people use it toward me. White people. And when I tell black people, like people, black people ask me, like, do, do you use this word? And I'm like, no, here's my reasons. They're like, okay, well, I use it for this. It's, it's one of those things that because it's not... It's just, it just doesn't feel good. I don't like the way it feels, you know, it's just, but I don't, I just don't like it. I don't think anyone should use it. I think it's just should be forgotten. Uh, it just, it, it just, it literally just doesn't feel good. I just, people can say, oh, we're trying to reclaim it. But if it, if it was started as a insulting derogative word, derogatory word, like, I don't think it'll ever change. That's its original meaning. You can't change things just because you you want to that's i mean but that's argument you can argue with that and i totally agree with that because we change meanings all the time so whatever but it's just i don't know for that reason i just get uncomfortable with it if people use it to their you know friendly you know it's i won't use it but it's funny to me like you know it's it's nothing that i'm like super like anal about but just don't use it to me that do not use it to me or i will bite you i will bite you so um yes i bite i'm kidding no i do not bite that's not cute people say i bite that's disgusting your fingernails are also probably dirty if you tell people that you bite you bite why are you saying that so loud be quiet go back to your go back go back go back shut up shut your mouth please don't say that don't say that again don't ever say that again. So, what was I? <laughs> so, when I heard that word, it hit me, man. I was like, this is not a good word. So much so to the point when I learned what the word bench, B-E-N-C-H was, it took me a while to like say that word because it sounded so similar to the B word that I would like say it. And I was like in... I was like an Esau. I don't know why. Like I, I spoke English. But like, I, don't know. I was just learning random stuff like outlet. I didn't know what that word was until I was like five. And I just, every time I saw an outlet or, or a receptacle, I was like, what the H? Like in my head, this is prise and for French. Prise. This is a prise. What do you call this prise? I want to plug something in the prise, but everybody speaks English. So for the longest time, I, I said bench like bench. Because I didn't want. Good job, baby Crizo. Don't even try to give off the appearance of sin. Good job, baby Crizo. You know, I didn't want. I didn't want to say it. That was that word really negatively impacted me. Like I didn't like it. And people, you know, in the Real Housewives fandom, they use it's so weird. Like they'll use it to each other, and then the next time another, like the same girl uses it to that person with a twinge of attitude, they're like, "B word." Oh, don't call me a B word. And I'm like, but you. But you guys call each other that all the time. Why is there so much whining? Why 
Why are you offended now? Whatever, whatever, whatever. So, no. And that's how I knew. I was like, there's something about cuss words. The F word is such a harsh word. Have you ever been called out of your name? Have people cussed you out? That don't feel good. I don't feel built up. I feel tore down. I don't think anybody has cussed me out that I remember. Um, actually, you know, that's a lie. Somebody did call me a B word, but they're very immature. And I was like, they're very offended about something that I like s- express my opinion on. It wasn't even that deep. She's like, no B word. And I was like, I don't understand. Like you, you've immediately lost if you're resorting to insulting me. I mean, if we want to insult, let us start with your hairline. Please. What is that? So thank God for maturity. Cause I just looked at her and I wasn't even offended. I was just like, you're stupid. Like, like you're being stupid right now. Like you're taking this too personal, too seriously. Forgive me guys. She's not stupid. She's acting stupid though. She was. So I was like, okay, um, we're not friends. <laughs> like you're crazy. You're insane. And I actually was like, oh, she's just, you know, it was like a, you know, oh, you're just acting childish. Like I didn't take it as like, that's, that's it. it she was significantly younger the girl that said this to me she she is younger but that's not an excuse it's just the reason why she was immature which immature maturity sometimes doesn't come it doesn't always correlate with age but anyways i was just like okay you're being dumb so i was like okay but later on i was just like sis this isn't even fun like ew so we're not friends and it's just what is what it is. It's so CKS. It is what it is. So there has to be something to cuss words. Because if it can impact me that much spiritually, where I knew that is a bad word. What is in cuss words? It's like been for it's like being crafted. It's profanity. It's not good talk. This is foul language. Foul. Nothing about that. Nothing about that reflects the nature of God at all. And it does something to you. And the thing about it, which I just boggles my mind, is that I'll see Christians, they say, they say, they say, and we all know that's a lie. They say they don't curse. But when you, you're on Spotify on your MacBook, you can see everything that they're listening to. Explicit, 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 explicit. And then you catch them in a situation where they're frustrated in what comes out of their mouth. Explicitives. Did I use that word right? Is that the right conjugation? Cuss word, cuss word, cuss word, cuss word, cuss word. And I'm like, wow, that sounds a lot like that one Kodak Black song. Whoa, you sound just like Nicki Minaj. You're a ruler. I'm kidding. (laughs) I am kidding. No. You sound just like that artist that you listen to. I'm not even surprised. Because what you put in, you will put out. Put in, you will, you know, yeah, it will come out. I remember hearing a sermon about that when I was like in youth group as like a middle schooler. And I I never forgot it. That music, you think that, oh, it's just a good beat. No, you're going to start saying, you're going to start speaking exactly like that. Exactly like that. That's a problem where you can't even get, think a thought out without there being foul language in the mix. You can't react to something angry. It's kind of funny, but also I'm like, "Uh like concerned when people are like, I cuss in my mind and it's like, I will laugh, but also I'm, maybe you should 
figure what's going on. Like maybe you should look into that deeper. What are, what are you listening to? Like genuinely, what are you listening to? I remember because my biggest contention right now, which whatever, is the fact that I watch Real Housewives. This is a problem. I recognize it and I recognized it. I recognized it. And you know what? It's like come to the point where it's just like, Crizo, like let up. I mean, Jersey is doing its thing right now, I will say. But I noticed it was becoming a problem when I was like on a group. I was like on a group chat. I was part of so many group chats. I was on a group chat and I asked a simple question in my mind. I said, when is this happening? But the way that I said it was like, when is this happening? And that was right after I finished watching Real Housewives of New Jersey. And immediately I sent a voice memo because it was a voice memo. I was like, I'm so sorry. That sounded way more like so intense. I need to stop watching The Real Housewives. Like I noticed its effect on me, you know, no one is like, like in invincible <laughs> about you reap what you sow. I don't even say if you sow cuss word show, love and hip hop, keeping up with the Kardashians or they listen the way that they speak to their mothers alone. You put that in, you put that in front of your face. Don't be surprised when you start having an attitude at your parents, at the wrong person. Don't be surprised when you start being acting prideful, when you start acting like you're the HBIC. Do you get me? Like, don't be surprised when you all of a sudden start acting a little hood, a little bit hood, meanie leaks, a little bit gangster. Don't be surprised. And something, there's like a, not just because you're gangster doesn't mean you're insane. I don't think that, but sometimes, you know, don't be surprised when you see somebody does something against you that that's offensive and you want to cuss the, like the H out of them, the fire out of them. Why is that your immediate response? Before, you were quick to forgive. You were quick to forgive before, but now your flesh immediately rises up when your spirit was the one to, to guide you. The Holy Ghost was the one to give you the right words. Why is your flesh controlling the narrative more? What are you watching? What are you listening to? And what is coming out of your mouth? Because I don't, like, it's just like the story of... I want to say it's Israel. I think this was before he was named Israel in the Bible of where he he when he was like, you know, arguing with his with Laban, his like um, baby mama's daddy. And he was like, listen, like you cheated me. And I listen, I'm taking what's mine. I, I gave you a good chunk of like of my life for your daughter. And you tricked me and I'm still working. No, I'm taking what's mine. And Laban was like, okay, cool. Like you get this amount. And he tried to like cheat him. Like he wanted to get him the weak, the weak animals, but God gave him a strategy. And he said, well, paint, paint something on the fence where the cow or not the fence where the trough where the cows drink or not the cows. It's the sheep, right? The cows. Yeah. The cows drink every day. It's going to be spots and paint a circle and spots and you get the spotted calf and Laban gets the ones that, um, was it the spotted calf that? Israel got but basically because he painted something in front of the trough where the cows go daily to eat and drink water from right I don't know what they do in troughs I don't know I'm not a, do I look, sound like a farm animal to you what's wrong with y'all I'm kidding no because that was constantly what they looked at whenever they went to eat and drink when it was time for them to have children their children the, the cows children were born with spots spotted and I think it was circles whatever but sp- either way spotted exactly what they were looking at and that became what was Laban's 
I mean, what was Israel's and Laban had the ones that, you know, didn't come, you know, the ones that were already there. And it came to the point where Laban was like, oh, because he tried to trick Israel. He was like, he tried to trick him. He was like, oh, yeah, you'll get these ones. Yeah. Thinking like like he was going to have the abundant ones that this will never happen or whatever. That's like a rare chance that that could ever happen. But what you look at, you will become. What you behold, you will become. I'm not like when people people really act people people must think I'm stupid I remember when there was like a young girl in my church that was like "Eh." that's how you know people are convicted because they bring up stuff to you that they're struggling with or like they'll bring up stuff to you that they know that they're in the wrong with and they try to like make it okay just like oh yeah you know I can tell that like you know when you go on Spotify you can see what people are listening to yeah that's not me that's my cousin I'm like in my head I'm like number one did I ask number two who told you that I wanted to know anything further Number three, why are you still speaking? Number four, I don't believe that one bit. Because I can go on your other Instagram or your other social media handles and you're listening to music with explicit, explicit of whatever language in it. Do you honestly think I'm stupid? Number five, I don't care. I want you to live a life that's holy, but no one's searching that out. I'm not those people that like stalk children in my, in my church and see if they're living a holy life. But this algorithm is the algorithm. And I've seen too much cheeks, beaks, and more on this algorithm of kids that belong to the Lord, that dedicated their lives to the Lord. And it's like, oh, my days. People will out themselves. They'll put on Instagram stories of like music with explicit explicit language in it. And it's one thing, like, for example, if it's one thing, if because, you know, sometimes it's a part of a joke, like you're trying to add the music feature on your stories and. If it's one thing, if it's, if it's like, for example, material girl, see, listen, the thing about that, I put the clean version on because it's hilarious, but I don't listen to that song. I don't listen to that song. It's not in my Spotify. I do not listen to that song when it's on though. I put the clean version because you know, it's, I'm rushing on my boots, sonny. Steady jockey. Cause I know I'm the troll because it's funny and it's used in a lot of jokes and Gen Z humor. But I don't, I, I, it's not on my playlist anywhere. It's not on my library anywhere. Try listening to City Girls. Clean version. There isn't a song. Real. Give up. About it. Rap. Five, six. Rap. That. Seven, 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 seven. I'll give. But that, that's literally the song. I remember because that was a trending song. And I was like, oh, sounds lit. Can you can you tell I already don't listen to like songs that Gen Z people listen to? That sounds litty. Let me put the clean version on. And there wasn't anything. I was like, what? Okay. So okay. I see. There's a lot of cuss words here. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. You can't escape. People really try to be like, oh yeah. Like I get it if you're like if you're put like for example, like I was just saying, trying to explain before. If I'm doing something bougie or I'm joking where it's clearly not bougie, but I'm like, oh, yes, I'm, I'm bougie. That's a joke. I'll put the song, material girl, I rush on and I'm boots, But there's not even, there's like really, the only part of the song that you can like post on Instagram is like, material girls, Chanel's and pearls, that's a trick that it takes to keep the girls. That's the cleanest line. Couple of lines in that one song that you can use on Instagram. But it'll show you if the song's explicit, it'll have the E, even if you use a clean version. Obviously, if you have a brain, I'm using that song to add to the joke. I, I don't listen to the explicit version at all. The reason why I know what to stop 
audio steady jacking because i know i'm the troll is because i listen to the clean version <laughs> but i also have a brain and i know what goes in the blanks for the most part ish but again i've genuinely i'm telling you i've listened to that song total four times the total of four times all the way through four times and it's been to be like lol this song is hilarious to show other people and twice that i've actually sat through and i'm like that is that is genius <laughs> ratchet music is so funny to me very 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 funny but i don't put that stuff in because i know it's effect on me there's a reason i don't listen to biggie and tupac why i know i know that they make good music there's so many times where i'm guess i was a gangster i don't know the words i want it sound the beat sounds great i don't listen to it though because i know that i would compromise what am i putting in my body like what am i feeding my spirit i no longer live for me i live for christ i live for the lord what kind of offering is this jesus does not want city girls Holy Spirit does not want to listen to City Girls. Act up, you're going to get snatched up. He doesn't want to listen to Carisha. <laughs> this probably sounds insane if you have no idea who these people are. Jesus does not want to listen to Tupac. No. I'm pretty sure he's he's going to want to listen to, like, uh, Judy Jacobs. He holds, he comes, riding on the cloud. I don't know. These are the days of Elijah. I don't know what Jesus would like to listen to. He would listen to True Praise, Kalani Glockler. That's what Jesus wants. Put the, turn that up. Turn that song up. Jesus wants to listen to Sanak, Waymaker. He wants to listen to something, you know, something anointed that's holy, that's pure. Just like that scripture says, whatsoever things are true. Oh, there's a whole thing. I don't even know if I know it in order. Honest, lovely, pure, good. Rep- whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are. Oh, there's so many pure true honest lovely no i'm pulling it up i'm already failing massively if there be any virtue and if there be any praise think on these things finally brethren whatsoever okay i'm not gonna do that to you whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just that's what i was missing whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praise think on these things there's nothing true honest just pure lovely or of good report that is in material girls by saucy santana or the city girls there's nothing pure lovely (laughs) okay about Tupac's music I don't know if he's written any like good pure songs yeah I don't I don't I told you I don't listen to him but from from the most part of what I I know I think he's that guy that that wrote that song about I think he's that one guy that rapped no I think he's I think that was him and I've heard the sound on like videos on TikTok and stuff where it's just like he was cussing somebody out and it was like cussing him out he was like oh Jiminy, what's what is it i forgot but he was cussing somebody out in the intro of the song i don't know if it was the intro or the middle or the outro cussing the fire out of it that's not lovely even though the beat is pretty fire i'm not gonna lie it's fire i know it is 
You know it is. We know it is. But it's not worth it. That's not a good. That's not a good offering to give to God. That's not. You would not play Tupac if Jesus walked in the room. What? What? And he lives in heaven. But he also lives in your heart. You're a temple of the Holy Ghost. You have a holy spirit. The spirit of God that is holy. Kadesh. Living inside of you. He doesn't want that on. Put something on that's. Put something on that's better. If there be any virtue. If there be any praise. Think. Think on things that are good. Come on. So when you speak nasty. I know people speak nasty because they heard it. And they're. Especially if you continue to do it. And you're grown. Oh babes. You're continuing to perpetuate it. That's how. That, listen. I remember getting out of ministry school. And um, working a job. A secular job. At a college bookstore, working with worldly people. I didn't know people were so. I, I grew up in public school. I guess I just forgot because when you're in a crowd full of Christians, it's like the Christian bubble is so real. And it's like, like, like a cotton candy unicorn world because everything is vegetales, everything is very homeschooled, everything is very, not that it's corny, but everything's like everybody really is, you know. If, unless some people fake it but everybody really is you know we're, we're pressing for a, a good mar- a high mark we're, we're trying to live right trying to live holy trying to live just trying to you know trying to keep pure you know let's we'll laugh and but we want things to be of like that'll give god glory glorify god you get me so when you leave that type of environment and you walk in your co-workers get in a smoke break everybody's cursing like no other can't even have a basic word. They use curse words like a noun, adjective, pronoun, adverb, sub, whatever. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, my days. You know, people are like so demonically oppressed, possibly even possessed. And you're like, what? That's a lot to even see. And it's like a fight to like remain you know, like pure in the midst of all that. And you go to work and that's all you see constantly. I remember the one time somebody came in as if they were sent from the devil. Somebody, some older guy was talking about all these medications you have to take. And he looked at me. He was like, well, that's just, that'll be you one day. You think that he was like, you know, you think that life is good when you don't have to take any medications. But once you, once you get older, that's all you'll do. Just have to take medication to keep off the pain. What the H? Who the H sent you? What pit of hell did you come from? What layer? Tell me. I rebuked thee. Get thee behind me. I looked at I was like that. No. I shook my head. No. No. No, no, no. That's not going to be me. Just because you're 40 and you have the body of a 90-year-old doesn't mean that that's the case for me. First of all, as my days, so shall my strength be. That's the promise that God gave to his people in the Old Testament, in that covenant. I will be strong. My body will not grow faint. It's not going to grow weak. Abraham... Moses, I think it was Abraham, but Moses in his old age was able to climb up that mountain, Sinai, I believe. Please, let me stop saying things. Moses, Sinai, I'm Googling it, and if nothing comes up, I'm retorting this. Yes, yes. Moses is able to climb up that high behind mountain. Google how high that mountain is. Okay, I will because I don't know. 
it's a mountain you know it's a mountain so it's high at at an old age not with a walker with his two legs and hands old age so don't tell me that i'm going to be taking like whatever pain medication like what don't tell me that i rebuke you in the name of jesus i'm going to be hot i'm going to be cool and i'm going to be strong when i'm your age you're gonna you're probably going to be like I don't know. I won't say that over you, but uh, I won't be like you. I will not be like you. You're going to see me at should the Lord tarry at my old age. And you're going to still think you're going to think I'm like. Like Pharrell. And you're like, you don't age. You look the exact same. Why do you still look 19? It's like Botox and Jesus. That's why that is literally let me flip that Jesus and Botox. Hallelujah. Listen. I don't know if I'm against Botox. I really don't know because it just freezes your face. But then again, I don't know the effects of having all that stuff go in your face and what that's going to be mean for you down the line. No idea. Um, I do not condone it, nor do I done undone it. Hey, oh, uh, but uh, listen, I won't shame you. I will not shame you. Okay. Hey, people, you get Botox to like stop uh, sweating so much in their armpits. They inject but that's neither here nor there neither here nor there at all at all but when i like went to that secular job i was like what the age i didn't realize what a holy bubble i was living in but having that stuff i had to make sure i didn't get angry like my cracked out co-worker that literally pitched a tantrum at the age of 40 she had no teeth pitched the tantrum when the slightest amount of any frustration occurred and you any job where you have to work with customers you're just annoyed why are you here she would flip like crazy and i had to make sure to never pick that up just because that was modeled out in front of me doesn't mean i have to walk that out she's insane i'm not gonna curse like my coworkers. i was working this is ministry school stuff they had us working in the kentucky derby literally at the last race, the final race of the Derby, everybody's out in the stands. And I, we were doing the, um, we were working the um, suites, like the high level where people had their own like dining areas and you, you bought your own suites with your own server in their work or whatever. And out of that, you get to go on your own special balcony seats. And we all, we all walked out, you know, went to the balconies, every single person, um, to watch the final race and you know people rich people i mean these people were rich like people were saying oh i just lost five thousand dollars i'm like baby i wish you would lose five thousand dollars to me lose it to me put me put my name on the ballot put my name give it to me donate to me i got a five dollar tip that night people were getting hundreds and hundreds and i got five dollars for something that was off the But I'm grateful for that five dollars. I really am. I worked my yash off, but I'm grateful for that five dollars. But anyways, we went to the stands, final race, final horse. I mean, bet stakes are high. People are betting. They need to see who's winning, and it's really exciting. Anyways, like all these short little men on these big horses, mm, very fun. So when the the horse, and I, I have the cup from the Derby. I forgot who won. Whatever. When the horse won. The guy that was at in the like, uh, like attended it, like, you know, the one of the rich people, 
is he's like drunk out of his mind. I'm telling you, people were zonked. Okay, but like that's what they get people drunk. I don't drink alcohol, but people are saying like the alcohol content was strong. Like even people, I saw people mixing water in their drinks. Like the people, the attendees, like this is too strong. These people want them drunk, so they spend more money on these horses. Like and just it's ridiculous. It's really dumb. This is alcohol. Wine is wine is a mockery. Wine is a mockery. Strong drink. Wine is a mocker. Do you understand me? Strong drink is a, is a what does the Bible say? <laughs> It'll make a fool out of you. Strong drink is a brawler. Whoever is led astray by them is not wise. That's what Proverbs 20 verse 1 says. Wine is a mocker. Beer is a brawler. Alcohol leads to bras. Whatever the translation. And there's nothing good about it. So you want to oh, do it in moderation. Moderate my gash. Moderate my gash. But anyways, that's another podcast episode. Literally another podcast episode for another day. This guy, drunk out of his mind, wasted, looks over at me and he says, F yeah, say F yeah. And I look at him, I'm like, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Laughing for these tips, child. I didn't get no tips. I'm like, that's funny, that's funny. I look back to the horses and he like looks at me and he like grabs my shoulder, I think. And he was like, say F Yeah. And I'm like, no, thanks. And he, he, again, he's drunk. So I, I, I didn't know if it was like demonic, demonically inspired, or he's just like so out of his mind that of course he's just, just, just being obviously just, just drunk, like acting drunk, like drunk people act like crazy. You know, you don't make sense right now. He gets like frustrated at me and he looks at me. He's like, say F yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking for my leader. I'm like, like the the oldest guy there because we're in ministry school this guy's over here cheering with all these drunk people like yeah 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 obviously he's sober but he's you know cheering for the horse and i'm like someone save me hello aren't you supposed to be a man and look out for me any guys are you looking out for me which by the way is a rant for another day but i don't know what the h is happening no i'm not gonna say that i'm not gonna say that there are men that look out for women but for the rest of y'all that do not care step your freaking game up Because I've been in so many situations on mission trips, on spaces where I'm surrounded by my fellow brothers and sisters, but specifically brothers, brothers, nice, brethren, brothers, where no one was there to like protect me, to look out for me. I was like, what? So I'm like, what? I'm like, someone save me. Because this guy is not going to let me go until I say F yeah. I even thought about it. I was like, Creezo, just say F yeah. But I was like, I've never said the F word in my life. And I'm not doing it because some overweight, sweaty man wants me to over a freaking horse. So I was just, I don't know. I Somehow he just like was annoyed and like moved on. Praise the Lord. But I stood my ground. I was like, I'm not compromising in this area. I'm not saying it. I am not saying it. You cannot convince me that was not demonically inspired. That guy sucked for doing that no i mean but in you know cussing don't do it the standard is in hell and it needs to elevate listen we can even look at the fruit of we talk of the fruit you don't there's nothing godly about cursing you don't even you cannot hear curse words from anything that's holy and righteous 
you can't hear cuss words from the church pulpit. I don't know if that's always, I don't know if that's completely the case now. Because, you know, Jesus is coming back soon. The return of Jesus is coming back. We're going, is drawing nigher and nigher, nearer and nearer. And as he, more, you know, the closer he gets, the more um, crazy people will become. Like false prophets and false teachers and just demonic, demonic doctrines coming out. Listen, listen, that, but I'm telling you, way back when, for the majority, you don't get cuss words from staying in church services, from coming every Sunday, from being faithful with what you're doing, for turning on teaching and listening to teachers of the gospel, teachers of the word of God. They're not going to speak like that. You get that type of language from tuning into stuff that's foul, that's not godly, that's not anywhere of the kingdom of God. It's not promoting it. It's not advancing it. This is a worldly thing. That's where you'll hear the cuss words. That's where you you will hear the insults. You will hear people dragging people through the mud, accusing, just being disgusting. You don't get that stuff from heaven or anything of the kingdom. You get it from the world. And the Bible says that the God of this world is Satan. The God of this world is Satan. Look it up in your Bibles for too long. People just don't know stuff like that. Yes, the Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the, and the fullness thereof. But the God of this world is Satan. So don't be surprised when people who are very of this world, not given to God, do things. And it's like, oh, and you pick it up and you're like all of a sudden not living your best life as a believer. It's all of a sudden you're backsliding. All of a sudden you're picking up old struggles. All of a sudden you're struggling to just think pure thought. Hmm? Don't be surprised. That stuff is a foothold. That stuff is a trap. It's it, It'll get you hooked. Like that Spongebob episode. Very anointed, like I said. That that episode preached to me when I was a child. I watched that. I was like, wow, that, that's what sin will do to you. You're playing around with it. You're thinking you can get away with it, but you don't even know. You keep doing it. You won't even know that you were hooked. It's got you. It's in your mouth. You can't get it out. And then death, because obviously sin begets death. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So choose to make a stand with your mouth. Because that's actually one of the ways you even become a believer. What does the Bible say first? Confess with your mouth. Confess Jesus is Lord. Confession. It's that big. How did God even start all of this? He said, let there be light. The confession of your word will create your reality, your life. It will bear, it will, it's a seed. You're sowing something by speaking. You're sowing something by speaking. Kids that never are never encouraged. Kids are never encouraged. You can, you can tell the difference. People that never heard an encouraging word in their life. They look like death. But you pair them against a kid who grew up in a very loving household who were just light and love poured over them. You can see it in the eyes. You can see it in the way they carry themselves. You can see it in the way they walk, run, sit still, go to sleep. It's day and night. It's day and night. Because what people spoke over them, is it, it matters. Stop speaking foul. Stop saying the S word. Stop saying the F word. Stop saying things that are not good. These things, they're not bred out of the kingdom of God. It's not a heavenly word. These aren't heavenly tongues. That's a worldly word. These are worldly things. 
stop speaking like that. Everyone, every, I wish this wasn't the case, but you will know men by their fruits. Every single believer that I see compromised in that area of language and what they listen to in music, they don't end up being strong believers. They backslide and leave the church. Or they backslide and struggle heavily. This isn't me speaking or prophesying into people's lives. This is what I have seen. Heavy. They open you, open you, give the devil a little bit. He'll take way more. That's how he is. This is, this, I, this is, I care about people's lives. I care about what comes out of your mouth, especially when you have to stand and give an account for it. I care. And I care to get on this mic and sound whatever, sound corny, sound, I don't know, prudent, prudent, pedantic. I don't know. That's not the word. That's not, that's not the word. Yeah, you might think I'm pedantic. That's a pretty good word. You might think that I'm a prude. But I care about you. I care about your life. But I'm not responsible for your spiritual walk. You are. And I want you to get your eyes on the right things. Get out of sin. Stop participating. Stop speaking like that. That's not you. you. Don't speak like that anymore. It's not pure. It is not good. It doesn't glorify God. God gets no glory when you speak foul. When you let that come out, it's not funny. You learn to laugh at something, you'll be quick to accept it. I heard somebody say that the devil will get you to be able to laugh at it. He'll get you to accept it. Be careful even what you laugh at. Sometimes it's just like, you know, even when you're like watching kids and they like slap you in the face and you're like, oh, that's funny. You're a child. You don't know better. You don't know better, but you could have chosen that moment to say, hey, I know you don't know better, but never do this again. Do you understand me? You don't have to like cuss him out. It's just be like, never do this again. And the kid could just think he's playing around, you know, and it, you have to teach him at that moment. That's still not OK. And I know that you don't know that, but it's not OK. There'll be things that'll happen. It's like, that's hilarious. But either way, it's not OK. It's not OK. They'll, sometimes people do very funny things very vulgar things and it's like that was so so funny at the end of the day it's still not okay you don't have to be a tight a about it <laughs> you see i have to clean up my language the way i speak too why is that coming to my mind you don't have to be um you know anal hey that's pretty dirty crezo you don't have to be i don't need it i need a better synonym synonym because these are these words i get it some people put cuss words in the, in the end of stuff and it's like they make just a perfect way to describe things. I get it, but I don't curse. Anal synonym. Oh, this is not going to look good. Oh, obsessive synonyms. Persnickety? That's what it means. Nitpicky. Fastidious. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, elevate my diction. Yes, Google. Let me see what that... Fastidious. Okay, per. Fastidious. You know, I don't, I don't know what I was saying, but either way, you know, like I'm not, oh yeah, I'm not very like fastidious <laughs> about like, you know, like, oh, you know, I don't know. Maybe I was saying that. I don't know. But either way, you still got to be like, all right, I, I recognize the truth because it's a seed. Everything is a seed. You will reap what you sow. If I keep watching Housewives, I'm not going to be surprised if I speak like Teresa Gudich, Geodice, Geodice, whatever, how you pronounce her name. 
I'm not going to be surprised. I, I know exactly why. I know why I handle conflict like that. I know why when people like do something that's offensive and I feel the reason to drag them to go off on them. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll know why. Like if that happens, I'll know why. Oh yeah. It's because I'm tuning into real housewives. Every single real housewives franchise. Oh yeah. I'll know why. So if you're a lot like me, sometimes it's like what you watch will affect right. Before, especially at nighttime. I'll sometimes I get bad dreams and I'm not, I dream all the time. I do not get bad dreams unless the enemy's like being a butthole really is that or if it's not that like it's an attack the only time I ever get bad dreams is like if I watch something that was not good and it's sometimes it's not even like and I'm not saying like I'm not out here being disgusting or anything like that but for example like I was on Twitter and the trending topic was uh, Jocelyn's Cabernet and I don't know what a, I, I don't know what a Cabernet is but from what I've seen it's not a good thing um, it's not a pure thing but people were just saying, she's hilarious, but she's low-key abusive. And I was just watching all these mini clips on Twitter. My dream that night was disgusting. And I know why. I know why. Because of what I put in. Those songs, that, those shows, that stuff, that YouTuber, that's hilarious, but he cusses so much. You'll know why. You'll know why when your thoughts start to get like that. I know, I know why. I know why everything's a scene. I'll know why it'll show it'll oh, it, oh it'll show but uproot that thing ASAP repent that's the answer forgive me God for going to for going to real housewives honestly if I care I'll just like maybe look on Twitter or something see what they're up to but even then I have to I know I, I feel the conviction I need to step away from the, the franchise it's not good for me it's not doing anything for me at all Choose to make a stance with your mouth. Don't compromise. Everything in your life, you have to make a stand. Uh, even in Deuteronomy, the Bible tells us, God tells his people, today I've set before you life and death, blessings and curses. I don't know if he said an extra one, but it's such a good verse. It's powerful. I've set before you life and death. Hmm. I want to do KJV because I really like it. And I feel like the way I read it pretty easy to understand when i read it yeah deuteronomy 30 verse 15 and 20 see i have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil in that i command thee this day to love the lord thy god to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgment that thou mayest live and multiply and the lord thy god shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it but if your heart turn away, if thou, if thine heart turn away so that thou will not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish and that ye shall not prolong your days upon this land, upon the land, whether thou passest over to Jordan, passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live oh, that thou mayest love the lord thy god that you may love the lord your god and that you may obey his voice and that you may cleave unto him for he is your life and the length of your days that you may dwell in the land which the lord swore unto your fathers to abraham to isaac and to jacob to give to them and you know 
I modernized it at the end because not everybody is like down with the with the KJVs. I am. I am. I really very, very much am. But but even God told his people, I've set before you life and death, blessing and curses. Oh, that you would choose life, another translation says. Oh, I w- oh that you would choose life. I want you to choose life so that you can you can live in the land that I promised your grandfathers. So you can prosper. I want you to choose the good things. Don't compromise. Make a stand with your life. Make a stand with your tongue. It's not it's more than just your salvation. It is the life that you live on this earth that God even said that he's he's recording before heaven and earth record this day against you. Oh yeah. You're going to be held accountable. Because I told you, I set this before you. I want you to choose life so that you will live. You live to this world, you will die. But you die to this world, you will live. And live forevermore. You d- <laughs> the person that perishes truly lives. But the person that lives to this world will die. It's the truth. People that try to keep this their life in this world will lose it. But if you lose your life, you'll find you will find life in him. True life. True water that will never you will never thirst again. That will make you never thirst again. This life is a vapor. It's gonna pass. Should the Lord tarry, it'll be like that quickly over. We don't have a lot of time to keep making decisions that are not doing anything for us, for our future, nothing but proving to be a detriment to our present and our future. There's not time, but it's worth this vapor of a life to give this life as a sacrifice to God and say, I, this is, this is short. This is nothing. And I know I have long life in this land because that's one of your promises, God, but I know my, this life is a vapor. And in my lifetime, whatever that looks like, should the Lord tarry and I live and die. I want this life to prove to be a good sacrifice to you. I don't want to, I don't want to speak foul. Get things that are foul away from my mouth. Just like the Nazarites didn't put anything that was defiled in their mouth. Father, let it be so, let it be found in me that nothing that's defiled or anything that's foul comes out of my mouth. I want to I want to produce a good seed, produce a good fruit. You said you'll know me by my fruit, my fruit will be pure. It'll be a good thing, it'll be a blessing. It won't be compromised. Like it's, there's there's no glory, there's nothing good about living for my flesh. It'll kill me. But I'm going to I choose to put kill my flesh to live to you. Live in the spirit by the power of your Holy Ghost. Because I can't do life. I can't do life like the world. The world is literally set on a path to hell. But you intervened and died for me. Buried every sin of mankind. Became a curse. Hung on a tree. Cursed is the one who hangs, hangs on the tree like the Psalms say. You became a curse. You took on poverty so that. I may be rich so that I may live so that I be free from sin. You made sure that your body was whipped so that I could be healed. Huh. God, this life is 
it's worth it's worth giving up saucy santana it's worth giving up that that stuff doesn't do anything for me it's just it's just not worth it and i don't know if the holy spirit convicts you that's the holy spirit's job but i do care about your life and the life that you lead i'd rather you live an honest life of life that isn't too like two directions like you you can't you, out of your mouth it cannot proceed blessing and curses it's not right but if you need to repent and repent really simple terms just means you're making a u-turn from what you used to do that was sinful you're not going back to which i would ask and prompt like really you know make like really um whatever the word is i forget how it is but here's what i want to really hit or like hit on or touch on when you repent repent take it seriously don't <laughs> don't give god a promise only to break it it's better that you just didn't even make the promise ever that's what the bible teaches so this is this is a serious thing god i don't i don't want to speak like that get that filth out of my mouth i want to pray with you i want to pray with you and you can say this with me. Father God, I repent. I repent of letting foul language come out of my mouth, dwell in my thoughts, of engaging in things that allows foul language like that to have a place in my mind. I repent. I don't want to engage in things that feed myself, that feed my body, like feed that neg- that disgusting negative stuff in me like that i don't want to speak like that i want to get like that but father i pray that you would like remove drive that thing out of me purify my mind purify my thoughts restore unto me a pure mind give me i pray that i would give you would give me clean hands and a pure heart i want to be right before you i want my thoughts to be pure i want to think on the things that are noble I want to think on things that are lovely, that give you praise, that glorify you. In the name of Jesus, I trust that you will be my help, and I trust. And I trust. You know, oh my goodness, not me blanking out, that you'll be my help. I thank you, God, now in advance, that my life will be a pleasing, pleasing fragrance to you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 I don't even know. I cannot believe I didn't find that verse. Either way, listen, I love you. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you. Let's just get together and press for a high mark. You know, you're worth, you're worth it. You are worth dying for to Jesus. He's got you. Oh, my laptop's on 1%. Let me save this laptop before it dies on me. I believe in you. Do you believe in love after love? That's a good question. Do I believe in love after, is it love after life after love or love after love? You know, that was the first share song I heard. And when I heard that, I was like, there's no way these people, this is what people, like this is, this is, this is, this is she's supposed to be iconic. Why does she sing like that? Do you believe in li- life after love? 
What does that mean? The lyrics are, I'm too good, I'm too good, I'm too good for you. Do you believe in life after love? Do you remember love? That's it? No way. This woman's iconic. No way. Are you kidding me? Ugh, the bar is in hell. All right, goodbye.